Welcome to Witch and Goddess. I'm your host, Patty Black. I'm a witch, a teacher, and priestess. Goddess devotion is an essential part of my craft, and many goddesses are my cohorts in magic. Each episode, we explore a different goddess, her lore, and how to connect with her energetically and magically. I want to spend some time today discussing the nature of relationships with deity. Now, my Christian upbringing left me with some serious hang-ups around issues like authority, masculinity, obedience, and worship. These words remind me of stuffy sanctuaries and oppressive and seemingly arbitrary rules and commands. They remind me of being taught that I was unworthy and sinful. Just saying the word worship is uncomfortable for me. I acknowledge this is not everyone's experience with Christianity, but I think there are a lot of pagans and witches who avoid or are hesitant about building relationships with deity because we automatically assume that the dynamic has to be a mirror to what we saw in Christianity. I've been part of abusive relationships and an abusive religion. There is no way that I'm going to enter into a relationship with deity or otherwise that takes away my power. And I'm guessing that some listeners are also very wary of the power dynamic in relationships of any kind. It took me a long time to really understand that deity-human relationships could be very different. It was really difficult to wrap my mind around a situation and a relationship of mutual respect. Consider a situation with deity in which we can remove the image of a giant, looming all-father waiting to punish us, remove the fear and keep the respect, remove the shame and increase the love, remove the distance and learn that gods are part of us, within and around us at all times. Take away worship and replace it with the concepts of reverence and devotion. So despite this deep distrust I have of God the big guy, I found this beautiful and fulfilling relationship with the divine feminine. Again, I am speaking from the lens of someone who works primarily with goddesses. A lot of these thoughts could just as easily apply to gods, but that's not the focus of this podcast. This connection that I found would not have been possible without coming to understand the nature of reverence and devotion versus worship. Adulation and idolization, obedience and shame, were the flavors of worship I witnessed every Sunday and Wednesday of childhood. Blind, nearly mindless hero worship and fear of punishment. No thank you. So I really turned a corner when I began to study with Demelza Fox. She runs the website Rockstar Priestess, and she has been my teacher in Morgan Le Fay Priestess Program. Her emphasis on devotion rather than worship was the welcome mat that I needed to enter this world. From my perspective, reverence and devotion lack the false flattery, that whole respect via fear vibe that I associate with worship. These words feel aligned with what I hoped a relationship with the goddess could be. And finally, it felt okay for me to enter into these relationships without reservation. 
I remember I used to be really turned off by the idea of offerings. It seemed like ass-kissing or buying favors. But when viewed from the perspective of reverence, leaving offerings for a goddess no longer feels like tithing or even bribery to me. I give small tokens of my energy with genuine affection, just like I would to a friend. Just like I send memes to my best friend or partner throughout the day, I leave her a little token from my walk. Tending her shrine doesn't feel like empty flattery. It feels like our sacred meeting place, a focal point for our conversations. So just some basic definitions to think on when I talk about reverence. I am referring to a deep respect or admiration for someone or something. And devotion is love, loyalty, enthusiasm for a person, activity, or cause. Now the reverence shows up naturally and it keeps growing. I can say with no irony that my love for the goddesses in my life deepens every day. I regularly find myself in awe of the many ways in which they show up for me. And I don't think that I will ever not be surprised and in wonder when they find new ways to make their presence known. I find the many distinct personalities and facets of goddesses fascinating and inspiring. My devotion multiplies as I see how deeply devoted these goddesses can be to us. I find that I want to be in service to the goddess because she's always present in service and love to me. Now, others' experiences may be different, but at this point, I find that the goddesses lead and point me to projects that they want me to take on, lessons and areas of study that they have in mind for me. It feels at times like the guidance and familiarity of an older and wiser sister. Sometimes it feels more like the firm direction of an admired teacher. More rarely for me is the embrace of a mother figure. Um, I know that a lot of people do experience that with the goddesses. Um, That could just be due to my deep mother wounds, or just at this point in my life, they're very focused on my education and priestess development. So let's talk a bit about how my priestess journey fits in here. I consider myself a devotional priestess of Morgan Le Fay and the goddess in general. I am not the high priestess of a coven. I am a priestess in the sense that I endeavor to bring her energy into the world and follow her guidance for me. I happen to love everything that Morgan Le Fay stands for. If I didn't, she wouldn't be my primary goddess. Her themes of women empowering themselves by studying and practicing magic, of embracing your shadow traits, of sisterhood and healing, of claiming your desires and shaking off societal shame are all deeply important to me and personal to me. So it's easy for me to say that, yes, I would love to see these energies and ideas manifest more in our world. And I am honored to be of service to that goal. So that is the nature of my priestess path. I become more able to see her guidance and wishes for me and to channel her energy by being in devotion to her. The more I talk to her, meditate, and spend time at her altar or shrine, the easier it is for me to understand what steps she's urging me towards, and the more dramatic her presence in my life. And there are physical steps in my life that I take in service to her, 
this podcast is a big one. God has urged me to do this, and I'm learning, however slowly, to follow her urging. So far, it has always worked out in my best interest. And I say all of the above with the disclaimer that this is my experience with the goddesses. Yours will undoubtedly be different. Even followers of the same goddess report different experiences and ways of understanding them. And it somehow isn't contradictory. Whichever goddess you work with, you get a customized experience that is entirely perfect. So here are some suggestions for beginning to foster a devotional relationship with a goddess. Keep in mind that these are generally good suggestions, but you should always research the goddess you have in mind. Learn whether or not there are any specific offerings that are offensive to her or any other deities that she doesn't like. It isn't common, but it does happen. Allow yourself to fall in love with her. Chances are, You want a relationship with this goddess because you've researched her myths and themes and feel a kinship. It's healing for us to see our own qualities represented in goddess form. You may be pretty enamored already. Go with it. Moon over art depicting her. Devote a Pinterest board to her images and correspondences. Write a love letter to her. Look for her symbolism and colors in the world around you. Talk to her daily. Tell her your concerns, your dreams, and your fears. Devote a special journal to write all of this to her. Tell her your secrets. Talk to her about why you love her. Invite her to bring her magic, guidance, and blessings to you. I try to do that daily. Ask her for signs or for a secret code or symbol just between the two of you. The more you talk to her and invite her, the more she will show up. And don't forget to thank her when she shows up. Create a shrine for her. Research her favorite colors, sacred animals, symbolism, herbs and oils associated with her. Find images online to print and place on the shrine. Create a beautiful space full of things that carry her energy. Dedicate the space to her and leave regular offerings. You could dedicate an entire moon cycle to connecting with her. Start at the new moon and try to check in with her every day or so. Pull a tarot card every morning, asking for her input for the day. Note the changes in how you perceive her energy from new to full moon and back again to the dark moon. Now, offerings don't have to be hard. Of course, a lot of goddesses might love fresh flowers on their shrine or rare crystals, but it's not necessary to go broke to show your devotion. Do what you can when you can. Your energy and attention are gifts to her. Sing to her. Leave a love note. Light some incense. Play a song that reminds you of her energy. Spend time at that shrine thinking of her. If it is done with reverence, you can't go wrong. Listen, I would love to interact with you. If you have questions, if you would like to share about your experiences with goddesses, or request episodes on specific goddesses or topics, You can connect with me and leave comments on Instagram at witchandgoddesspod, or no matter where you listen to this podcast, you can visit anchor.fm and leave a voice message on the Witch and Goddess page. I'd love to be able to share voice clips of listeners sharing about their experiences with specific goddesses, especially the ones that we have covered. If you leave a voice message, just let me know at the beginning if I have permission to use it in an episode. 
also whether or not you'd like me to use your name. How does she show up for you? How do you experience her? How are you called to her? You can leave voice messages with your experiences of the goddesses I have covered, or general questions and comments about the intersection of goddess work and witchcraft. It's easy to record a voice message for me by going to the Witch and Goddess page on anchor.fm. You'll see a little plus sign icon with the word message. Let me know at the beginning if you'd like me to include the message in an episode. Then just click that baby and talk to me. If you enjoy this show, please subscribe and share this podcast with fellow magical people. You can directly support this show by visiting the Witch and Goddess page at anchor.fm and clicking that support button. Follow the show on Instagram at Witch and Goddess Pod, or find my program's classes and groups at blackbirdmagic.com, on Facebook at Blackbird Magic, or email me at witchandgoddesspod at gmail.com. <laughs>